Blog Talk Radio. Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure am glad you did. Man, I tell you, I am so happy to be doing tonight's show because this week, it, it, it's killing me, man, and it's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. That's okay. Uh, but no, it's, this is the, the busiest week of my uh, year. And, uh, you know, we schedule a bunch of shows during it, too. No, the reason we did, because I need a break, man. I need a break, painting break. I have been painting like Neo dodges bullets in the Matrix, man. I've been going at this since, what, 3 this morning? 2.33? Yeah, it's 3 o'clock. And uh, after the show, I'll probably have an hour to eat dinner. And then it's, you know, back at it till 1 or 2, something like that. Now, maybe midnight. I got to sleep sometimes, but yeah, this week's crazy. So the shows are great in that, you know, it gives me something cool to do that um, isn't holding a paintbrush. And uh, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining, ladies and gentlemen. It's just, uh, it's a stressful week. And uh, (laughs) the phone's been ringing nonstop. People, uh, you know, is the painting going to be, yes, it'll be there. You shouldn't have waited till last week to order it, but that's okay. Um, you know, what can you do? What can you do? Anyhow, tonight, I was very excited about the show tonight. Uh, I still am. I, uh, when I first heard uh, about our, our guest tonight, he is cool turned up to 10, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and it, those who know me and know my work and whatnot, they, they, they know, you know, I like a gal with a gun, you know, and uh, and a tale of revenge, sordid details. I, I love it. Um, and he's a musician, uh, singer-songwriter in the alt-country, but I would, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's real genre-specific. Um, you know, he's, he's very, very cool. Uh, the man is Wild the Coyote, and I want to uh, welcome him. You've heard his music in uh, uh, Yellowstone and just all over the place. And here he is. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I'm so happy to be talking to him tonight. Very very excited. Yes. Coyote, how are What's you, up, man? Dude? You good, man? Oh, Thanks I'm, for I'm, having I'm, you, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm a little tongue tied. I'm, I'm I'm so geeked. Um, you were so good. I I love your music so much. Big fan. Big fan. Um, Thank you. Dude. How is? Are you in? Are you in uh, out west in LA uh, today? Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm in LA today. It's a cold, rainy, rainy day in LA. One of very few. That's right. That's the day that bad things happen. Usually, well, maybe, yeah, maybe not. This has <laughs> probably, I, this I, probably I, been the. Uh, go ahead. Probably been. I was just saying, this is probably the first official cold, wet day in L.A. today, December oh, 14th. Yeah. I'm telling you, I used to, when I got out of school, I um, I moved out to uh, 
to San Diego. I wanted the I went to school in Boston. I, I wanted the exact opposite of Boston. So I'm like, well, I looked at a map and said, looks like San Diego it is, and and headed out there. And well, that meant that yeah, I don't know if you've been to San Diego. San Diego is okay. Don't send me emails, people. I I get it. It's beautiful. Um, very very fun. But if you want you know any excitement. That means you're in LA for the weekend. You know, you're making that drive. <laughs> How it is? Totally. Yeah, no. For sure. Uh, for sure. There ain't no parties like the ones in Silver Lake. That's all I'm saying. Not in San Diego, at least. Uh, but anyway, um, I remember the first cold day, and it gets like it's weird because it, you're right. It'll be rainy, and it's like bone chilling rain. You know what I mean? It's like where, where did this come from? This is paradise. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. Are supposed to be yeah, here? Yeah, it's very like, yeah, it's very hide inside, don't go outside, you know, traffic is terrible, accidents everywhere because the roads get so slick from the oil. Right. You know, right. so there's so many fender benders. Yeah, people pretty much hunker down. To be honest with you, I'm looking outside the window right now and it's sunny, so that's how long it lasted. I gotcha, I gotcha. Well, it's weird, too, and if you watch those old movies, like those old uh, Raymond Chandler, like, detective movies, you know, um, those film noir yeah. movies, it's always raining. It's always nighttime, but it's always raining. And I'm like, <laughs> man, it rains, like, once a year in L.A. What are they talking? It's just the third day in the movie here in a row. Totally. Um, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Somebody with a hose offset. Um, or off yeah, camera, for sure. Oh man. Mary, man. You, this uh, is Hollywood. This is Hollywood. That's right. That's magic. Magic. Did you uh you didn't grow up in LA though. You grew up in Central Coast, right? Yeah, exactly. I grew up in a small town, farm town, um, on the Central Coast called Templeton. Okay. Okay. Um yeah. I'm sure I've went past it. <laughs> Oh, for sure. It's only, it's only three exits and it, and it has the oh. first, it has the first uh, bus stop in California. It's still there. And, um, really? it's in Templeton and it's, yeah, yeah. And it's halfway through. So it's pretty much exactly halfway between LA and San Francisco. I got you. I got you. That's cool, man. So it's cool. That is cool. Yeah. It's only three and a half hours, so it isn't. It isn't. It's it's totally doable. And uh, I've I've actually definitely had like a very strong connection with where I'm from and that town. Um, You know, even though I've been here in Hollywood for like sixteen years, so. Um, well, even more so with, yeah, I, I'm super close with the town and the people and, um, even more so be like, uh, you know, with wild, the coyote, like I can really get really centered there quick. Right. You know? Right. But I always, well, you know, the I, good thing yeah. about towns like that is it, it, it teaches, it teaches a fella to, or, or a gal, the, the, uh, what work is. You know, um, we especially in entertainment, man, we get caught up in, in crazy deals and this and that, and we're talking to people, you know, and, oh, well, you know, our merch sales or blah, 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 or whatever, or what's the engagement of, you know, 
and, and then you go get your hands dirty. <laughs> it brings you right back yeah, to real quick, you know. No, no, you're not. You're not even kidding, man. Even like, um, just being around the people and that's kind of their lifestyle and stuff like that. You, yeah, it's really great. It really, it's great. It bodes well with my inspiration, I guess. But then again, in the same hand, like I'm always so stoked to get back to LA. And really, every time that I drive into LA, I get that same like, kind of like a, a little giddy feeling that I'm like, you know, mm. sky's the limit here. It's so creative, like it's you know, it's it's just here. It's just creative minds and, um, you know, everybody's I, doing they, something. So they, 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 yeah, exactly, man. It, it, everybody's doing something, and it's really great. So they, yeah, they go hand in hand. It's been I've been I've been real lucky to have that, and I think that it kind of like, you know, goes into the music too, especially like, especially with this last album and like, you know, country and it's rock and it's punk and it's uh it's a lot of things you know which is kind of like my town and my city you know right right a good mix up it's you know and i think it's smart i think it's smart i I said you know at the beginning of the show um you know it technically i guess is alt country but man your music it it goes into a lot more genres than that you know i I don't think it could be pigeonholed as easy as all that um, and I think that's brilliant because everybody I know who's, uh, you know, uh, young and whatnot, um, they, they've grown up with playlists and, and streaming and whatnot. And they're not, I'm an old man. Um, when I was cutting, you know, when I was cutting my teeth and growing up, everybody was incredibly genre specific. Oh, you're a rocker. Oh, you're a punk. Uh, you know, you have to listen to this. You have to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Not so with the young kids today. You know, um, they they listen to all over the place, and I think that's good. I think that's a good thing. And um, well, that you know, uh, your music kind of lends itself to that, which I think is cool. Well, that's cool because uh, cool of you to say because that's exactly what my mindset was going into this album, and kind of it being a little bit of a departure of where my mindset was in my previous work. Um, so I, I, I basically was really inspired by just that same thing that there's people are mixing so many genres of music and it's just coming out really great. You know, like I, you know, um, I took a lot of inspiration from what Travis Bar. I grew, I grew up a huge, and even to this day, a huge Blink-182 nerd like that, you know, Mm. when you're growing up in the country, when you're growing up in the country, like. You get into main, you know, mainstream hits you first because you don't have that underground scene yet. So like, I remember when right. hit, I was in high. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it doesn't come, you know, you don't have access to those record stores and, um, and so, you know, yeah, and you're, you know, when you're coming up from the country, the last thing you ever want to hear, especially as like a punk skateboarder, is country music like, you know, Garth Brooks, Alan right. Jackson, like growing up, you know, and. Um, and so I got super into Blink, and then, like, I was just – I learned how to play guitar, um, studying the Blink-182 tablature books, um, like, and, and, you know, Green Day and all these, like, pop punk bands, and just, like, really emulated their style um, and their simplicity. And, mm. um, and, 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 like, the simplicity, but you're also being, like, rather ge- – not genius, but rather, like, very creative and unique – 
and um, and melodic and catchy. So it was like, you know, I, I built that style from from that, which ends up kind of just being pop in general, I guess you could say, or like, you know, just a um, an easy listen, I guess. And um, right. So when I saw most recently, when I saw that, you know, I have a. It's crazy too because like, well, I'll get into this later, but. Um, and then when Travis Barker, like 20 years later, does this big collaboration with Machine Gun Kelly, who's a rapper, and then like explodes, <laughs> explodes this huge scene. It was like the rebirth of pop punk, but it was being done 20 years later in a very smart way um, and a very, right. you know, traditional way too. So I, I kind of was like, I was like, holy shit, like this is just, you know, pop pop punk music and um and so anyway so i was like that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna write these songs stick to a formula that i know and that i like and then i'm just gonna add these like very you know either twangy or country tones textures instruments that i know how to do and and see what i can come out with because i love that music it's not what i am today but i'm doing this music and i think that i can put it together and I think I could set myself apart and I think that that what's in, that's what really is important for me is to be able to set right. myself apart you know by well, doing something that's yeah. really I, I think you do it well you know um, and you know one of the things when I first heard your music I was like this fella understands a hook he gets it you know and that sounds like well of course he does he's in a bank you know um so many people don't, especially new people. <laughs> they haven't figured that out yet. They haven't broke it down totally. and rebuilt it. Uh, but, yeah, you know, and with any art form, any art form, I don't care what you're doing, ladies and gentlemen, if, if you're baking biscuits, you know, I mean, you got to know your craft. you got to know your what you're doing, man. Um, and it's just the biggest part of it, you know, you got to put in the work and, uh, obviously yeah, coyote has. You, you put it, you put it, um, very well right there. You like have to do the work and that's like, it's a decision you make and it's a decision that you say, I, I'm going to put in all the legwork and, um, you know, day to day, day to day. And, uh, and you kind of just like, get rewarded few and far between sometimes, but they really pay off. You know, it's crazy. Exactly. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. 
For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember... T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A. L-B-I-O-N.com. MichelleAubion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're getting into wow. it, if you're getting into it just to meet girls or, or guy, whatever, uh, you know, yeah. to be famous, yeah, you know, there's much easier yeah. ways to be famous. Go, go rob a bank or something. You know, I mean, totally. yeah, 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 totally. There's, there's, Sometimes I easier feel like it's ways. Easier, to rob, to, easier to rob a bank than to become a professional musician. Oh, man. I'm telling you. I was just talking no. to a friend of mine, and we were talking about the uh, – I'm not in the music business. I'm a painter by trade. But I grew up I grew up in Detroit and um, it, in the 80s, and everybody – all of my friends growing up were in bands. That, that, they, they all wanted to be, you know, the next Eddie Van Halen. They all played guitar. And um, yeah, it, it was just it was crazy. Then uh, after I went to uh, school in Boston and moved out west, um, everybody, all my friends became they were all in the movie business. You know, <laughs> they, all, they all wanted to be movie stars, make movies. And, and you know, it was weird. I still had a lot of friends uh, in the uh, in the music business too out there. But you know, it's 
I've never seen people in any other branch of the arts work harder than people in the music business. And, um, you know, they just do. And sometimes, you know, they put so much time and money. A lot of people are like, man, all these musicians are broke. Yeah, because they spent all their money on, you know, guitar cables. What are you talking about? Right. Go to a record or a guitar yeah. shop and buy. Look at price some guitar cables. Yeah. There's a reason every guitar player has three um, uh, milk crates full of broken guitar cords because someday they might be able to get those fixed. <laughs> um, you know. Totally. Spent a lot of money. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah, for sure. But it's, and one thing, they work hard. You guys work hard. You know, seriously. And sometimes yeah. you're right. You you do put on all this effort, and then especially when you start out, you're playing to a, a room where it's just other bands, and, and maybe their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that yeah, happens. yeah, 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 totally. And, yeah. and it was a trope, but it's true. <laughs> I was going to say, for sure. I was going to say earlier um, that. You know, yeah, people, whatever, girls, guys. Um, some people just like to do it to have an audience, and you got to be able to work mm. through the times that there is no is no audience. You know, I've played with a lot of musicians, and you know, it's it's hard to keep going when 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 you got to work through not having an audience at some time. You know, absolutely, absolutely. When I lived in San Diego, I had a uh, a friend of mine. Her name was Tootie. Um, she ran this uh, restaurant. It was she was a drag queen, and it was a drag queen restaurant. But she could work a crowd. She she was brilliant at it, a, a master at it. And when I had friends yeah. that were, you know, hey, we started a band and whatnot, I'm like, okay, we're gonna go to dinner. I'm gonna take you to dinner down here. You're gonna watch this drag. Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't even like drag. I don't care. It ain't about liking drag queens. It's about showmanship. And working a crowd and keeping a crowd engaged. And you need to bring a pad and paper, take notes, because this person is good at it. And you have to do that for every – go to as many shows as you see as you can where people are good at that and try to learn from it, man. That's my advice, you know. Now, I've seen um, and heard you're real good at this as as well. Uh, Was that always natural to you? Um, you know, being a performer, uh, or is that something you had to learn? Oh, it's, I think it's something that I, I mean, yeah, I think it's somebody, something that I had to learn, even though I grew up doing it. My mom had me in like all the art, art stuff kind of growing up, um, before Mm. I like had a mind of, before I had like a mind of my own (laughs) and like, was like nah I can't do this like right right as I like figured out what cool was like I was too cool right away like I I couldn't stand (laughs) that anymore but um you know I just thought you know she had me in choir she had me in band she had me all that stuff and then I you know I got into you know skateboarding and having my own friends Uh and like just kind of rebelling so I would play music um all the time uh you know I picked it up in high school and anyway so Mm. So yeah, there was always that element that I was I I knew what it had like to be in like uh, you know on stage young, but um, when I when I was in high school, I dated this girl who her dad owned the like the the like it venue for like national acts in San Luis. Oh wow! 
Like it was called, it was, yeah, it was like so cool. And like, you know, he had me coming. I was going to all these shows um, with bands that I knew that were coming up and I would literally sit on the side stage and just like be such a spectator. Like I would just study their moves and Take their it in. style and their, yeah, man. Like I was never one to be in the mosh pit or like just up at the front right. singing the songs. Like I was like taking cool. very big notes. Yes. I was just taking notes and I didn't have it. Like I didn't have what they had. Like they were so, they were like gods to me. They're like so natural and just had their, whether it was a style, the fashion, the, even the, just even like the professionalism, they were just killing it. And then, so, um, it's funny too because when I moved to to Hollywood, I was a bartender, and um, and again this is years ago. So and w- the job that I got the 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 job at, the the bartending gig was at the Viper Room on Sunset. Wow! Right? <laughs> yeah, awesome. dude, it was no joke. Yes, bro. So like now I'm like in this shit. Like whoa! Right like, now I'm seeing a style that yeah, dude. I'm and then and then on top of that. Uh, it you know it's it got um, torn down since, but the House of Blues was on Sunset too. They were like not even a mile apart, and at one point I worked for both of them. So I was just seeing wow. acts on top of acts. Yes, man, and I was just like I I felt like that was something that I just always did. Was just even to this day when I go to sh- to shows, I'm like really trying to like really study the 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 moves of like these rock stars, these people that that are unique, that are one of a kind, that I'm just like, I still am awe about that. And I can, I feel when I'm on stage, I'm, I'm emulating like such a blend of artists that I grew up watching. It may not look like that to someone else that's watching me, but to me, I know that I'm like doing something that's been like rehearsed in my head, if that makes any sense. Right, right, absolutely, style. absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. crazy because in popular music, you know, it's um people are, in the 70s and the and the 80s and whatnot, even the 90s and, and early 2000s uh with pop music, you would see it was easy to find the rock stars. It was very visible, you know what I mean? It it was very easy to mm-hmm. to 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 set them apart and and say, "Oh, that that person's got it," you know what I mean? Um and then it became you know, well, and I guess it continued with the grunge scene and whatnot, but mainstream music became very, uh, in the 90s and whatnot, very melodic and, and you know, the, the age of the coffeehouse wine bar singer with an acoustic guitar, you know, nothing wrong with that, but it just became, yeah, yeah, yeah. it really wasn't people over the top, you know, um, yeah. and, and bringing it. One of the great things about like rock music and, and, and shows that I remember growing up. And I see it every so often today. Um, I see it more in the, in the rap world and in the, uh, the DJ world than I do in mainstream music. But one of the things I loved about going to a rock show when I was a kid is you go to these shows and this, this, this weird thing, this energy, and I'm going to sound real California new agey here, everybody. And mm-hmm. it really ain't me, but it's, it's more my wife. <laughs> but, uh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, she's into all the crystals and everything. Man, that's a whole thing. But um, yeah, crystals everywhere in the house now. Uh, we are, we same, are positive same, energy, same. I'm telling you, man. Same, 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 here, me and my, same here. Oh, yeah, 
I'm telling you, she was sage in the house the other day, and me and my dog were just looking at each other like, well, mom bad it again. Here goes. <laughs> I know that all too well, bro. Oh, man. Well, that's, you know, and that's fine. Hey, they can have worse hobbies, right? Well, anyway, one of the no, things no, I, I like liked about going right. oh, yeah, yeah, uh, me too, me too. Um, one of the things I liked about going to rock shows and stuff is the band would bring this crazy energy. And it didn't happen all the time, but every so often it did. And they would throw that on the audience, this, this energy. And the audience would be pumped and jazzed, and they would build that energy up and throw it back at the band. And then this weird kind of tennis match would happen, and it just kept building and building. It was fantastic. It's magic, man. It's magic. Uh, when you see that, yeah. you don't see it yeah. that often. Um, but yeah. I've heard – I've heard – now, this is just me talking to a few people and whatnot. I've heard you kind of got that. <laughs> You're kind of good at that. You know? I, oh, man, crowd I hope so. I won't say it for myself, but I, if someone's saying that, I, I hope so. I hope that that um, I'm leaving that mark, you know, because it didn't, it didn't, it hasn't always been like this. This is something I've definitely had to chip at. Um, so that's, that's cool. great. That's great. That's cool. Well, we've got two I'm, tracks we're going to play tonight. Yeah. Oh, finish your thought, man. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, I just feel like that was that's such a such a flattering thing to hear, and <laughs> such of a such a you know what I mean. It's not you know people don't say that to you every day, and it makes you it's like puts puts more gas in the tank. I hear you. I yeah. hear you, man. I hear yeah. you. Well, we have two tracks. And we've got uh, Silver Round Bullet and Under the Weather. Now, I've been playing the video for Silver Round Bullet uh, leading up to the show on my uh, social media and whatnot. Um, it's a, that's, and these are both fantastic tracks. Um, I love the video for Silver Round Bullet. It's, uh, it's such a such a cool thing. Um, what do you think? You know, say there's somebody out there. I don't know. They live in Des Moines, Iowa. Or someplace. Well, who knows? Maybe they live in New York City. Um, but they haven't heard Wild Coyote I- yet. What should we introduce them to? Silver Round Bullet or Under the Weather? Silver Round Bullet, probably. Well, I don't know. Okay. They both have different. They both have different um, energies. So if I'm, if I'm, yeah, showing it for the first time, sheesh. It's like very Sophie's <laughs> choice. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> we're gonna play both. Oh, we're just we're yeah. Oh, okay. The first one. Let's. You know, you know what? Let's go with Silver Round Bullet because I, you know, that was my first single off the album, and I wanted to come out kind of. It's the it, that song on on the EP is you know swinging. It's you know I, I definitely am trying to add, you know I'm not I'm, I'm adding this this West Coast flavor, this 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 country folk element, um, but also keeping it very bright and gritty and um, so yeah, let's let's start with that and then. Um, and then we can hear the well, here it is, kind folks. Of evolution. This is Wild the Coyote, Silver Round Bullet. Check this out. Stay hungry makes you sick to your core 
Gentlemen, that was Wild the Coyote, Silver Round Bullet. I dig it, man. I dig it. Now, these are off the latest EP, Roses, right? Seven Roses, yeah. Seven Roses. I'm so sorry. Seven Roses. How did I not see the seven there, man? What is wrong with my eyes? Better put. I know. Gosh. Now, uh, leads to the next question. What's the uh, what's the significance of the seven roses? Why not six um, roses? Why not eight? I'm really right. No, it's all really great brain busting questions. <laughs> no, uh, uh, it's funny that you. <laughs> um, it's funny that you uh, asked me that because today I had to turn in, um, along with the artwork, like this kind of like summary. Um, about what the album oh. is about, and I have to do. I, I yeah, it's it's kind of like you don't want to be cheesy, don't want to be geeky on it. Like, it right. almost, you know, it almost yeah, it almost sounds like, you know, like I remember when I was a kid in the '90s, like you like turn over the back of like the VHS movie that you're about to rent, and you got to read the back of it, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like kind of kind of corny. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. So that's crazy, bro. So just that's what it reminds me of when I'm doing it. Like I'm trying to make it like dark and edgy and honest, you know. And you can't pack in a lot of info, but you want to, you know, you want to keep it just enough to keep it right, you know, intriguing. So I just did that. I, I always dread dread writing those little um, summaries or whatever. Oh, um, but you, you know, it's like you, yeah, you don't you don't care, but you also don't want it to suck. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Exactly. I end up, I end up like spend, I um, I end up spending a lot of time on it and like second guessing it and sending it to my, you know, my friends or whatever to proofread it or my sister to like see what. But anyway, so to answer your question, Seven Roses. So I, um, I always, or I would say in the recent adult years, I've lost a few, at this point, significant people in my life. Um, that were close in kind of a short amount of time. One being my dad, mm. other being uh, best friends, a bandmate, 
So it's kind of hit, and I don't know, or even it even goes as far as like when other people um, talk about it, I, I always, um, a, a rose is always my, my, like, my go-to, um, I don't know, like it's a symbol for some, gotcha. reason, for some reason. Yeah, it's, I don't know why. I know, it, I hear, yeah. But I find it, I find it to go very hand in hand. The rose and the, the, you know, the, whatever happens. So, um, I had gone home, just earlier this year, and um, we were kind of my, you know, in the process of uh, selling the house, and my dad had had passed a couple years ago, so we were mm. kind of ready to turn a leaf, and yeah, and I, I was coming up, um, and I, I didn't know exactly what my next move was going to be um and so i was like you know what i'm gonna write i'm gonna go out i mean in the country so i'm like i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna go and, and get lost um in these spots that i know growing up again i haven't been there for the better part of two decades i've been back and forth back and right. forth i mean i know it very well but never to spend some significant time unless i was there when my dad was sick Anyway, so um, I was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I have the time right now. I'm going to like, I'm going to, I'm going to write this album here. I've never done that before. I'm going to get inspired, and I'm not going to go back to LA until until uh, until it's done. And I'm going to like even put it on on the internet, like social media. That way, I stick to it. You know, that way I write. Right. Because I didn't know how how long. I didn't know anything. I didn't know how many songs I was going to do. How long it was going to be. Um, but I knew that this is this was something that I needed to do. I needed to do it here. I needed to do this by myself and kind of in isolation. I also think that I I uh, there's you know you, in big city you don't get any privacy, man. Like it's it's, right. it's just a thing. So going so out true. there and kind of like so true, man. It sucks, uh, or at least it's getting to me. But um, so that's what I did, and I I um. I wrote seven tracks. I, I, I basically would take my guitar, go out, go, you know, places where I couldn't be heard or seen, and I can kind of, you know, like, not as like, I wouldn't, like, go out there and, like, yell all loud to, like, release, but I, I was able to release, you know what I mean? And, like, right. feel like I could let my hair down, you know, for lack of a better term, or, like, you know, just kind of, I know there, I would, there would be creeks. I would get into the creek. There would be an oak tree. I would climb the oak tree. I would, you know, and um, uh, I just had like an agenda and I was really into it. And I, I wrote seven songs. I thought seven would be significant. I, I'm, uh, I'm born on January 7th, so seven is my number. And I said, this mm. is a good place to stop. I, I feel like, uh Yeah. I feel like uh, this You're is there. what I wanted. And so now there, and it was, I, I wrote a song a day and I would basically either sit, go with my guitar and I would write on the, on the, on my, on the iPhone app, the voice memo, you know, just like you would voice mm. record yourself. I'd, I'd write that and then I'd go home and I'd write the lyrics. I wouldn't stay out. I don't want anybody to think that either. Like I wasn't like living in the wilderness. I would go back after I finished right. writing, you know? Uh, um, right. And so, um, and so, yeah, I sure as shit, I, I, uh, that was it. And I, I, I went to spots where I knew I could write, um, 
And I, I finished it and I wrote home and I'm like, I, I remember texting, um, you know, while I'm driving, don't do that, everybody. I'm not, that was me breaking the law and I've never done it <laughs> right. since. Um, but it was, a, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was, yeah, it was a, yeah, I'm an outlaw. That's, that's what I do, dude. You know, I text and drive, baby. Um, but it was, a, it was a music emergency. So, um, I set up time and then I, uh, I wrote it right away. I we went in the studio. We, we wrote it. We, you know, took all these ideas. Oh, and I was really nervous because this might, this kind of like, I didn't know what it was going to sound coming from the phone to like a studio with production. So it was like, it was right. a departure for me. It was. Yeah. But it worked out. And, um, and I wrote it so fast. I wrote it one day shy of two months from the minute that I told you about that little wow. adventure to like write, like recording. Yeah. Engineer. Yeah. All that, you know, then we had to add all the slide guitar parts. So there was still a lot to write. I had just written the lyrics and the songs, but it was a long going after that, but still one day shot. I think it was one day shot of three months. Yeah. Um, that was really fast. And right as I was about to drop it, I think I was going to, I don't know why I was trying to do this so fast, but um, is when I met my public Amanda and they're like, Whoa, Whoa, mm. Whoa, cowboy. We're, this is going to take another six months. And I'm like, what right. the fuck are you talking about? When she told me that, when she was like, yeah, so they, like, mapped out the singles and the releases and shit, dude. And then she's like, she's, like, looking at me dead ass. She's like, uh, yeah, so it's going to be, you know, six to seven months from now. And I'm like, 2022. And it was in, this meeting was in June. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like, Jesus. Yeah. I literally, I literally had to say that pretty much poker face. Like, uh, but that means it would be done in 2022. And they're like, yeah. And I'm right. like, no. You know what I mean? Like, but I think I was too embarrassed to say no at that point. I was just like, well, well, that's fine. And it ended, up, it, ended, it ended up being the – I couldn't imagine doing it not this way because we were able to ramp up the singles and put, put together the music videos. I have a music video that I just um, – I just uh, uh, shot – down here in Long Beach that's going to be released with the album. That's really cool. So I know that that whole story I just said didn't answer your question. So your question was seven roses. What does that mean? So to me, it was about the seven stories and the rose was kind of me like paying my respects and laying them to rest as well. Because I think that I carried a lot of things that, who I was as a boy, who I maybe not am now as a man, you know, and I was, I came up different from how I was raised in, in LA and I just felt like I was very conflicted or caught up into a lot of who I was there as a boy and what I owed to that uh, version nowadays as me as a man, we're, you know, we're almost two different people. And so there were just these, these things that I wanted to, you know, you can't get rid of them as a memory, but maybe as an emotion. So that's kind of like, you right. know, uh, you know uh, put lay, like I said, laying very um, significant emotions to rest from then so I can kind of breathe more now. Absolutely, so man. It, people have to do that. And 
And I know people 65 years old who are, you know, I'm glad they finally are. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But right, it, right, is, right. it is so true. It needs, that's just part of being a man, you know, is growing, growing. And uh, you, uh, you know, and, and I, I have friends that are like, you know, will reminisce or whatever from, from the old days. And they're like, oh, you know, there was so much fun. Yeah, we had fun. We had fun. I'm still having fun, though, just different ways of having fun, you know. Totally, Doesn't involve totally feeling stars, maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a weird pill, you know. Come on. Uh, going totally. on. Oh, my totally. out by the airport. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I've lived life, man. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, and now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www dot J-A-M-I-E-R-O-X-X dot U-S. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com as well as online, on Instagram, and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beatty and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, 
which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation, raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please, visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Well, you know, it, it, it's cool that you use those, um, those situations as rocket fuel. And I tell people this all the time, you know, especially when you're going through, through heavy things, you know, death of a parent, you, you had mentioned your father had passed. I remember when mine did, and, you know, it was weird because I was so close with my father. I used to joke sometime, like, you know, when it finally happens, I'm going to, you know, I, I don't even know what's going to happen. I'm probably going to go insane, you know. It, it's just going to be crazy. And everybody was kind of expecting that. And what really happened is I went to work. I went to work hard for a year. It took me a year. Um, I think I painted 340 paintings that year. You know, I felt a lot of paintings, man. Um, Damn, dude, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, well, you know, maybe I did go a little crazy. But the thing is, is is you just, you use that. I looked at it this way, which is kind of a weird thing. And I was telling my wife this, we were talking about this, I don't know, a few weeks ago. And uh, I said, you know, that was the last gift that my father was able to give me, uh, direct gift. She's like, what are you talking about? I said, I got all that work done, you know, uh, from that. Uh, I, I don't look at it. I was grieving, which I, I absolutely was. But the thing was, is I used it. I used it for my work. And it sounds like Dude, you kind of went through a similar process with that, you know. You you won't even, I mean, it's it's just crazy how similar my story is to that. Like, mind-blowing. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like. My career, my my career, like uh, especially with Yellowstone, um, took off on the, on the exact same day um, that he passed. Like, and I didn't mm. know it, w- it was going to work out that way. And you know, I just felt like that was um, a very big sign of, of of you know, I don't want to say like letting go, but maybe passing the torch or like you know. Get, you know, I, I and, and right after that, I booked a, a huge national tour, like gone for months. And, um, wow. and my career has never, yeah, man, it's been crazy ever since that day. And, uh, and it's just not, it wasn't, it's not a coincidence to me. I believe that it was, um, it was, you know, it was a connection. And, and you know, as, right. you know, not to say, Absolutely. you know. Yeah, it wasn't like I wouldn't, I don't, you know, you can only have one without the other, but 
in that moment, maybe man to man or whatever it may be, uh, that was very interesting because it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like he like well, just all of a sudden passed, but he was, he had, you know, he was sick. Right, right, and that's that's hard so, you know, too because you see, you see it happening, and it's it's rough, man. It's rough. Um, I, uh, you know, you, you think back of like rough times in your life. I mean, yeah, that first big heartbreak with the gal, um, that that kind of sucked. <laughs> but it wasn't nothing yeah. like you know losing your parents. You know, what I mean, there, there's some perspective there. Um, For sure. But it, I, I, I don't. It, you know, you got to have those rough I hope times, that it, though. You have to have them. And, you know, oh, it's just uh, – I had a friend of mine this a couple of years ago. He's a uh, he's bass player in uh, a lot of rockabilly, psychobilly bands. And he's a hired gun. Uh, he's got his own band, but he makes the majority of his money when somebody's on tour and they can't get a bass player. That's what a hired gun is, folks. Uh, they call him up, and, and he he plays with the band. You know, he plays with a lot. He, yeah. And he was – um. And, and we've been friends for a long time. And uh, one day he called me. <laughs> and I knew it was serious because it wasn't a text. It was a call. I'm like, oh, man, what's going on? What's going on? And uh, he's like, oh, you know, his, his wife, uh, you know, that party was at an end. And um, things had happened, and, and he was busted up about it. And I said, well, you know, I said, we got a beach down here. Why don't you come down for a week? And, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll have the tequila ready. Well, watch. Yeah. Watch the waves. Well, sometimes you need totally. just a change of scenery, you know? And uh, so he did. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. We're talking. And, you know, and it's weird because guys just don't open up to each other all the time like this. But, you know, you, sure, you do sure. when, you, when you've got a good friend. And uh, he's like, I don't know what sure. I'm going to do, man. I'm gonna, I said, I said, dude, you're, you're an effing country music. Are you kidding me? You're going to, this is two EPs minimum. You're going to get to work. That's what you're going to do. Right, 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 right. Black right. fuel, baby. I said, this is a new Mustang. Totally. Very least at a bump ground pool. Come on. Um, <laughs> let's, let's go to work. Uh, and he did. Yeah. And he did. And it all, you know, it all worked out. Um, and uh, and she's a waitress at Denny. No, I, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I wish her the best. We all wish her the best. For his sake. Right. Your boy. Uh, anyway. Anyway, so the next track uh, that was written, that's a cool, and you can say what you want about being cheesy on the back of a, a video or whatever, man. That's a cool story um, of how this EP came came to be. No, it hasn't dropped yet, right? This has not dropped. Are these singles are out, though, right? Are singles, people can buy them? Or we have yeah, to the singles are out. But No, 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 the singles are out. Um, both Silver Round Bullet and Under the Weather are out. The album will be out January 14th. Nice. Nice. A week yeah. after your birthday. So there you Dude, go. Dude, it's you not know, only just... it's a week after. I fought so hard for it to to, to come on January so it would be So it would be Seven Roses on January 7th on my 37th birthday. Oh, man. Oh, man. But no. And then Amanda over at Trent said, Yeah, nope. then oh, cor- corporate America crushing <laughs> <Yeah>. dreams. <laughs> no, ladies and gentlemen, we tease, we tease. And I'm telling you right now, we Amanda's tease. probably uh, listening to this, uh, maybe not live, but the podcast later. Hello from the past, no. Amanda. We love you. 
Um, no, she, yes, they're great over there. They're, they're, she, she could, you know, she's got a PhD in uh, PR. You know, she, she could. <laughs> she's, I'm, I'm, I'm following her blindly. She, she, she my classes. Friend. Oh, I'm telling. Best right, in the right, business. Right. Best in the business. I'm, I'm telling you. I work with a lot of PR companies too, and, and man, I wish. Uh, <laughs> they, she's a, such a nice yeah, packaging. Like, you know, I, I get the. The, the the prep kit and it's just all right there and it's just first rate, uh, you know, fantastic yeah, photos, all that. Well, the next um, we mentioned it before. The next single we're going to play tonight, folks, and I know we're going long, but Coyote's fascinating. What can I tell you? Um, is under the weather. Under the weather. Uh, should we play it and then talk about it, Coyote, or do you want to lead into it? Either way is cool with me. Yeah, well, we can lead into it. Yeah. Cool. Tell us a little bit about it then. Um, Under the Weather was the song when I was back home that uh, I wanted. So I went to this like old saloon and I grabbed a seat there and, uh, and was kind of just had my, you know, my pen and paper there, just minding my own business. And I just oversaw a, uh, an argument, um, about you know, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was over drugs and alcohol, and um, it just got really, it got really dark. And um, right. as those really oftentimes so, do, <laughs> you yes, know. So it it sparked some some personal things, um, just that I where I know that's played in in my family, and um, right. And, and so yeah, you know, and and it just, uh, it's terrible when it like gets in, into the house and, you know, gets into the family mm-hmm. and there's children, children involved and, and things like that. So That's I really bad. just kind of, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it, just put, it's bad put news together. there. Yeah. And I was just talking to, so, uh, I had a guest on last night and he was t- saying, uh, you know, about his past with, uh, partying and whatnot. And I had mentioned, I said, you know, the thing that's interesting about, when you party and you have a good time, it's great. And afterwards, for years afterwards, you know, um, I've lived pretty rough, hard life, I'll say. Um, and by hard, I don't mean hard, but, but fast. Um, is you have all these stories. They're great stories. They're fun stories. They're crazy, zany stories. You never, and you, they're great at parties, um, you know, to this day. No one ever talks about the stories that aren't great, like this fight you saw and all the stuff you mentioned that happened. Right. Uh, Right. Not cool. Not fun. Not fun at parties to bring that stuff up. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I wrote it just from the, uh, the perspective of just how difficult it is to like um, be the one who's trapped and coming up, coming up short on all your promises just because you can't really shake the monkey on your back, mm. you know? So, um, it's just kind of like, a uh, a, a, a pleading, like, um, kind of like, I'm sorry, point of view. And I know that those get old really quick. <laughs> no, come on, man. No. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? Let's listen to it. Let's all be the judge of this. Here it is, folks. This is Wild the Coyote under the weather.
And there you go, folks. Wild the Coyote under the weather. Under the weather. Man, that's a hell of a uh, story leading into that trap. I think it makes the song uh, stronger, the single stronger, Coyote. That's why, that's why I had to preface it with the story, because now people are like, oh, shit, now i got to hear about whatever losers comebacks you're talking about. <laughs> Come on now. You know, you're an you know, old country cowboy guy, you know, uh, a gritty yeah. cowboy guy. It isn't sunshine and roses all the time. When it, when it does get to be sunshine and roses, you're winning. We're all like, yeah, all right. Not over here, you know? Not over here, partner. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But that's what people, you know, that's, that's I, what they know that. They, they know that that's yeah, what they're going to get into. I, we all. I gotta say, you know, I got. Yeah, gotta write about what you know. So. That's so true. That is so true. And you know, it, it's funny because, you know, we were talking off mic about this. Um, and, and and as an artist, you just you have to be true. And in, in art school, they used to tell us you gotta learn. You know, first you're gonna copy everybody. You're gonna copy everybody you love. Paint the shit out of people you like. Um, because you'll learn how to paint that way. You'll learn the process. You'll learn the, the tricks, the techniques. Then you got to paint with your own brush. And that's hard. <laughs> it's hard moving from yeah, one to yeah. the other, you know? Because um, yeah, then it's sure. personal, you know? And if people throw tomatoes, yeah. they're throwing tomatoes at you. <laughs> Get ready. Yeah. I, th- I, I think it takes a long time for one. I mean, you know, it's or more, I should say, it's hard to get caught up in when someone finds their voice or their brush. You know, it's so personalized to you. Some can come at a very young age. Some can come after time. You know, I think it's, I think it's really special to to not give up until you find that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes. Sometimes I've seen this happen before, especially uh, with musicians. I've had uh, I've seen people come out of the gate strong, you know, just hit that home run right out of the gate, and then that leads to a whole another set of issues. You got to maintain that. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yo, dude, you gotta... I, I I wanted I wanted to say that, but I didn't want to make me sound bitter. But I'm so glad that I, you know, because I, I you know I wasn't able to start doing this kind of professionally up until like the last few years. So I was like, you know, mm. well into my thirties and, uh, but I wanted, I've wanted it so bad. I mean, it's still the same hunger I have now that I had back then, but I just couldn't imagine handling it back then. Not, you know what I mean? Like I was just right. such a little shit and I would have fucked it up, you know, just, just, just judging by the Facebook, you know how Facebook updates you about the shit that you said, like back in 2009, right. Yeah. Based on the shit I said back then, I would have never survived. So I'm glad it happened oh, with man. a little bit more seasoned, well, you yeah, know, and a little bit more calmed down. That's why they have the 27 Club and stuff. People all the time like, why would that guy yeah. do that? Why would he take all those drugs and, and ride a motorcycle well, off a cliff? Well, because totally. he didn't know any better. <laughs> yeah. What were you doing at 27? I was being right. an asshole personally, but uh, yeah, you know, you know, it, it, <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody, you know, not, you know. I'm somebody who has to learn the hard way, you know. And luckily, I didn't right. have to do that Me publicly. Too. 
I don't have to do that under right. the public eye. So I can kind of get that under my belt, under you know, when I was kind of under the radar. So it's good now right. to get all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's, that's, it's actually a really good thing to keep in mind for, especially for me, like just to not re- repeat re- mistakes and, um, you know, be very balanced and very focused and um, just know how, how hard it is to get here and how easy it is to leave, you know? So you got to kind of be on your shit and um, you learn, you learn at some point that it isn't the party that you, you may have thought it was, you know, so don't, right. don't act like you're at one. <laughs> I've learned the hard so way. True. Don't act like you're at a party because it's not a party. Right. It's work. It's work. I have a friend of mine. I was just talking with, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago and she's a model. No, actually she's kind of retired from it now. But she's married and you know, life is good though. And, uh, but she used to do yeah. that modeling and whatnot. And, you know, for like, like real, mo- not flyers for a band or a club, but like real stuff. And, um, you know, she, she's like, I don't, I said, do you miss it ever? And she's like, not at all. She goes, I like eating. I like being able to stay up past 830 at night. <laughs> You know, right. right. She goes, everybody thinks it's just parties, you know, Andy Warhol parties and stuff. She goes, no, it's training five days a week. (laughs) Dude, so that's so, yeah. And and for those models, man, that's a, that's a short shelf time, you know, like. Right, right. You got to really. And a lot of, and and another bad thing, like you were saying, is a lot of them happen when they're young and they don't really fully appreciate. Uh, money and financial decisions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they blow through their money, <laughs> you know, and then that shelf oh, life well, up. Kind of, then what do you do? It's kind of like easy, co- easy come, easy go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, now I sometimes think about, like, you know, partying on tour or when I see other bands Partying, I'm I, like, drinking beer. I'm like, oh man, the calories, fuck. You know, like, fuck. You, gotta really, you gotta be able to, you gotta be able to stay healthy on these tours, man. I've learned the hard way. Um, you gotta you know, stay, like you gotta stay Jack healthy. Jack Black in that movie. Oh, I can't remember the name of the movie, but he was him and his uh, his partner. They went to that little diet. He's like, I'll take one cube of tofu, please. <laughs> one cube. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, you, you want to chili dog. No, man, you got you want to stay in the game for as long as you can. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's uh, it's hard sometimes too. People don't people don't get it. Hey, before I forget, we uh, I wildthecoyote dot com is Wild the Coyote's website. Very easy to get to, and also there's links. It's a fantastic website too. It's great for old guys like me. Uh, because it's not confusing. Um, it's very straightforward and very cool. I have so many artsy friends that are like, hey, did you see my website? I'm like, yeah, man, I, I just wanted to hear your music. And they're like, well, just <laughs> put the banana to the monkey in the tree, and then this will yeah. open, and that'll... I'm like, I can't do that, man. <laughs> That's too much. Yeah, man. I'm give but my, this is a great website. Virus. Mm-hmm. Well, what was it? Oh, yeah, well, some of these websites. Oh, man. No, yours is cool. Yours is clean and all that. Um, and I want to let people know, too, Coyote's on all the social media, everywhere. So, And it's very easy to get to. Just put in Wild the Coyote. 
it's the same thing everywhere. Um, they're smart. <laughs> so many people don't do that. <laughs> what do you mean? There's a backspace underscore in between the the and yeah, yeah I get it. I get it. Calm down, Mr. Hacker. Um, <laughs> we want people to get there. Oh, man. No, it's great. It's great. And you've got a lot of cool merch there, too. Kick-ass merch. Not just your I standard appreciate stuff. that. Yeah, no. great yeah, I got, uh, yeah, it's all, and the, the cool thing is it's all on sale now through um, January 1st. So everything at the store is 20% off. Everything is designed by me. And, um, yeah, I hope people, uh, you know, can take advantage of that. I, I you know. One of the great um, things being... about – oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying, um, you know, I'm just, you know, working hard with all the merch. I always take it very seriously and definitely now to try to get um, it to everybody on time for the holidays. So, yeah, oh, head yeah. over there and take oh, advantage. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the great things about um, some of these shirts that he's got, I'm, I'm looking at these and whatnot, and I'll tell you, folks, because I, I know, because I have my own merch store, uh, when you, these are big print, like big designs uh, on the on these shirts and whatnot. And, you know, when you go to these, these places and, and deal with these companies that just mass produce this stuff, it's always like an eight by 10, like a sheet of paper, basically size image. These aren't like that. And you see a lot of bands with those smaller images on their merch. These are like big and bright and, and cool. You know, that Barb, that Barb Eagle kicks ass, man. <laughs> that's a great looking shirt. Uh, all these oh, that's awesome. Like the Bull Skull? Yeah. These are fantastic. These are fantastic. And the prices are right, too. So there you go. There you go. Very the cool. The Bull Skull shirt is Oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah, the Bull Skull shirt, I, I was trying to, like, emulate the the classic Misfits um, shirt, mm. you know, with the huge Misfits skull on there and then the Misfits blast on the back. I was trying to make a shirt look just like that. I'm a big Misfits fan, so um, that's as close <laughs> as I got. I hope people can get the correlation, but if not, that's the origin behind that. You got to like look a cowboy at these, these images, folks, though. You got to look at these images. Like, I'm on the Bull Skull, uh, Bull Skull uh, shirt page right now. That is a sweet car behind you, man. And the photos there? Woo, baby. Oh, thanks. That's a nice car. Yeah, man. That's, wow. that's, a, that's a 68 Cadillac. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Man. Well, that's cool, man. That is cool. Now, folks, the, the yeah. singles we heard tonight, these are available. You can get these wherever you uh, buy digital music at. And, um, uh, Coyote, I wanted to ask you, um, now that the world, I get the last year and a half has been a crazy time, you know, the, the planet's been through a weird thing. Um, but things are kind of opening, hopefully opening up. I don't know about this Omicron or however you pronounce it. Um, do you think if, if, the, if everything looks good, you're going to be out touring and whatnot? Yeah, my, uh, well, uh, no, my, uh, I should be back out on the road or I'm shooting to be back out on the road in February. Um, at the earliest, I'd like to be there in February. Yeah. And I, again, who's, who's to know what's to come. Um, but, 
Yeah, you know, just with what what you mentioned, what's what's going on. Um, but yeah, I, right as the album comes out, I'll be hitting the road, um, and and trying to try to be on the road for the majority of of next year. So nice. But yeah, nice. and you know, there's there's already some other you know al- uh, you know there's already some other projects that are um, geared up for release later next year too. So it's gonna be a really busy one for me, and oh, I'm really cool. excited about cool. it. Yeah. Well, I hope all goes well. I, uh, you know, and not just for you, for the world. Um, I want to get, I, I want to go to shows again. <laughs> I miss it, man. Yeah. I miss it. Um, oh, it. I get it. I get YouTube streams are great or Facebook live streams are fine, but um, you know, it ain't the same. <laughs> it ain't the same. No, man. I mean, shit. It doesn't seem like. I feels like everything's back. I mean, we're we're seeing huge, huge festivals. You know, like big right, tours. Right, I mean, booking out. They, yeah, I just feel like um, some artists just haven't jumped on yet. But I, you know, once the album is out, that'll be that'll be my number one priority is to go out and perform it. You know, so nice, nice. It'll be my time. It'll be yeah, my I know. Time. My, uh, yeah, my, my DJ friends are all jumping. Yeah, they're like, you know, I, every day I'm hearing from somebody. I got a lot of friends in that world, and and they're like, oh yeah, Tomorrowland's back on. It's happening, you know. I'm like, okay, cool. Right. Um, right. I don't go to a lot of that stuff anymore, Coyote. You know, I, when I was young, yeah. Not, it's too. I tell people they're like, why don't you go out? You used to go out like every night. I'm like, it's too expensive. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, I'm old now. When I go out, I got to get that bottle service, that VIP bottle service. Not because <laughs> I'm cool, but I just want a place to sit down. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Yeah, those things go a long way. Those things go a long way. Yeah, uh, I I don't drink that stuff half the time anymore. (laughs) Well, going going out is a bitch here, you know? Like, it's a whole thing. Oh, absolutely. um, No, I get it. I get it. Well, that's cool, man. That is cool. Well, things are moving right along, and uh, I know we're... (laughs) Here's the other weird-ass thing. Didn't Christmas just happen like a month or two ago? Here we are a week out from Christmas. Crazy. Yeah, I can't believe... I don't know how that happened. Yeah, I I can't believe either. I can't believe it. Even in the sense of the story I told you about being back in June when they told me the album wasn't going to come out until next year, me being like, that's never going to come. Like, that's a billion years away. And now it's, you know, a few weeks away. So I'm just like super, super... (laughs) <laughs> just like blown away with that. Uh, it, it it goes by quick. I'm telling you, it's just faster every year. I know I sound like an old man saying that, but it's true. <laughs> well, man, I no, can't believe it. The hour we went a little long, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, you're fascinating, and I can't wait for this album to drop. Uh, I want to hear more, and um, I just I, it, it's so good what I've heard so far. You know, um, I can't wait for it. Uh, very, very cool. I will, uh, folks, this episode, of course, will be uh, converted to a podcast. We're going to push it out on all the social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. It goes out everywhere. Wherever you stream or download music, we're on, we're on like five, 450, 470, something like that. Um, we're everywhere. So, uh, you know, iTunes and uh, TuneIn and Spotify, all that kind of stuff. If you are listening to the show in the future, uh, hello from the past. Um, do me a favor, though. Uh, 
those links that you see, we have links up to all of Wild the Coyote's social media and website and whatnot. Those all stay active. Um, no matter if you're listening on Spotify, just click on that link. You get right there um, and, and check it out. Check out that skull shirt, man, that bull skull shirt. Kick ass. All those are. Um, cool, cool stuff. Uh, you can pick up the uh, the tracks we played tonight, Silver Round Bullet and Under the Weather as well. Um, as always, check out our advertisers. Uh, they're very – and use the code. They all have a code. You can save a couple bucks. You know, and, hey, I, why not? If you save some money, go get Silver Round Bullet or Under the Weather. How about that, you know? And here's the other thing. If you forgot about Aunt Tilly's birth or uh, Christmas present, you know, and – you're like, well, I could just send a card, but I want to send something cool. If you've got her email, what a great Christmas gift. Silver Round Bullet or get her that bull skull shirt. How about that? You know, she'll love it. She'll be the hit of the bingo parlor in that. I'm telling you. She'll be cool. Tell Aunt Tilly I said thank you. That's right. That's right. She'll be there. I love it, baby. I love it. Uh, very, very cool. Thanks so much, Coyote, for taking time out of your uh, schedule to be on the show. You, you, Like I said, at the beginning of the show, yeah, you're cool, pleasure. turned up to 10, and you kick ass, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I you're real good you. at it. I appreciate that a lot. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's going to do it for us uh, tonight. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. We've got a... Uh, Fantastic. You know, it's kind of, I bet you uh, Coyote would, would dig this movie that uh, we're going to be uh, featuring tomorrow. We've got the uh, writer, director, and producer of it on. Uh, it's it's, it's a, uh, on a dark highway. <laughs> One of those, yeah. folks. I love it. I love it. Hey, we'll see you next time, everybody. Have a good one. Hey, and remember, in addition to it being crazy out there, I know everybody's out there getting their last-minute gifts and whatnot. Be cool to the people working there and the other shoppers. You know, don't be don't be that guy or gal. Um, get your stuff and move on. And you know, don't be a Karen either. That's all I'm saying. Unless you are a Karen, then just be a regular Karen. Okay, that's it, folks. We will see you next time. Have a good one. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.